When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Chris's oh boy is Mickey is much better than Emily's St. Louis accent. Uh, I disagree with that. <laughs> well, Authority. the, the St. Louis one, okay, that one's fair. But Francis agrees, need an entire Factor Cap segment with Emily's jersey impression. <laughs> you guys do you. Let me know when you're going to do that, and I'm going to get sick that day. Nope. Can the camera that's coming in like... We're um, coming to your house. Verify my St. Louis accent too, because the camera. Oh, that's right. Next time they're in. Next time they're in, they're probably going to say, "Wow, I felt like I was at a Cardinals game." You know, we were talking. <laughs> I forget. I forget how we got onto it. Um, we were talking about uh, the treats at the gas station and the the frozen treat. treat. Yeah. Perhaps the most unlikely person. If you would have said to me, "Who's the last person you think is going to weigh in on what ice cream treat they want when they go into the gas station?" Hit me up. Think of, the, think of this station. Like, who is very, very deliberate and diligent and careful about what they put into their body? Kate. Mace? No, no. Carlo? Sedano. No. We just, we talked to him very recently. Mario. Uh, oh, Mario. <laughs> Mario wears in on the, the frozen What do you throw in there? Why do people sleep on that Snickers ice cream bar? Mario, it's you're so not much... getting a Snickers That's ice cream exactly bar, bro. That's exactly what I said. Come uh, my, on, man. My response to him, it's right there. I said, yeah. that is a very good one. Although, having seen you, I have a hard time imagining you eating one. Me, on the other hand, right? But you know what Mario Mario's could be doing? Snicker ice he cream He could bars. be doing, maybe he got his kid one, and then he took a bite of it. Mario's not having a... Why isn't like it's also great, not vegan? One great bite shape. of that. How do you have one bite of that thing? That makes no sense to me. Self control. There's a, but it's it, it. Yes, I guess there's a scene in the West Wing where Leo, yeah. who's an alcoholic, right? He's mm-hmm. talking about well, he can't just have one drink. It's mm-hmm. because why wouldn't you want more? Of I had this one of those. Feeling? I had one of those situations yesterday. That's the ice cream bar, man. I went. I told you I went to a Mexican spot after Disneyland, mm-hmm. and Emily, remember uh, our list yesterday for the chips, and yours was. Restaurant-style restaurant tortilla, tortilla chips. chips that you put all in there, but you couldn't fit his Flaming Hot Cheetos on the list yes, as well. Yes, Cheetos aren't chips, but anyway, go on. Okay. Bro, I, I have I don't know what to do when, when tortilla chips come. I got no control. I got no control. None. I mean, I, I they come out, and this is just how it usually happens. They always put way too much, and you got the guacamole, and you way got the much. salsa right there. I, I must have ate, and it's not even like it stops when my food comes. Okay. What'd you get just to eat? Continues. What did you take down yesterday? <laughs> this place Rice was. I'm. I'm not going to say the spot, but damn, was it overpriced? Like just when I got a shrimp taco and I got th- this is just what they had on the menu. It's like more um, a la carte. You, you can call it, yeah, definitely a la carte. Every you know, every, you wanted it. Water was like, hey, this is another three bucks right there. So I got. They had ribeye tacos and then they also had the shrimp tacos. Just work with me on this one um but every freaking bite i took i'm like yeah sure let's do another let's do another tortilla chip sure 15 minutes before my food came out just sh- shoving tortilla chips in my mouth that's, that's chip it's every day no. it, it, yeah i mean i you said self-control about I, the I snicker none. bar i got none on any on any of those so things. one person was a bad guy on tiktok and it was saying that this one she says every time you eat a chip just think about how 
Only four chips make one tortilla. I'm like, that's a bad idea move. So you're eating essentially small, small many, t- I had many tortillas. tortillas yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> fried tortillas. <laughs> not just tortillas. Fried tortillas. So yeah. it's not a chip. They're, they're, <laughs> that's right. It is a chip. That's right. It's you not. Know, a, it's not a chip. He might be the greatest instigator on our show, like because because he doesn't <laughs> throw in a ton. When he does, it's impactful. Well, Emily's going after my Cheetos, <laughs> but it, he just well, knows exactly. Like he's the guy that knows exactly where the bruise is and pushes right on it. It's I like time. Oh, Thank, you. Time. Thank you, Trav. I love it. I love it. Um, Dave McMenamin. Yep. D'Angelo Russell is questionable tonight against Oklahoma City with right hip soreness per the Lakers. So it's, it's. I mean, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago. We can talk about rotations and starters and this guy and that guy, but it just seems like they can't get their full complement of guys for any sustainable amount of time. Hopefully questionable turns into he's ready to go. Yeah. You're probably better at interpreting what questionable means. Does that mean he's 50-50? Questionable it- – Especially when this kind of came out of nowhere, I don't like the I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, because there was no word after the game against the Suns. Hey, he's dealing with this. He wasn't on the status report going into the Suns game okay. dealing with this hip soreness. So I I don't like the way that sounds. There's probable, which they're probably going to play. There's questionable, which is doubtful. Is you know there's a yeah, highly that chance. means no, but questionable. I don't like the setup of that one. I don't because it has more to do with the fact that. There was no conversation about this a day ago or two days ago. This is kind of popping up out of nowhere. You know, I, I'll tell you, Trev, you have been – I think it's it's kind of gets lost, D'Angelo's, what his impact is on this team. And it gets lost because we look at Anthony Davis and say, okay, you had 35 and 13, awesome. Or you had 17 and 9, What? where the hell were you? And that takes a lot of our attention. And then there's the Austin Reeves portion. Sure. These last couple of days where um, he wasn't in the starting lineup and he had 35-6-6, and then he comes in the starting lineup, gets 25-11, career high in assists, whatever it was, getting to the free throw line, crowd chanting MVP, (laughs) that D'Lo kind of has got lost in the shuffle. But I will tell you how key D'Angelo Russell is. When he has a bad game and he doesn't really have that much of an impact, there's a very good chance Lakers are going to lose that game. That... Because LeBron's not there, he's very important to have 20 points, seven assists, eight assists, something along those lines. So, And when he has a good game, like he had in the last one, he had 26, and the Lakers, they didn't cruise to a win over the Suns, but they beat the Suns, beat them in double digits, and kind of they spread out over the end. Not having D'Lo tonight in a game where you're playing the Thunder, and you and I kind of talked about the value of some of these teams. When you play the Thunder and you're going for the tiebreaker, that's a two gamer right there. Mm-hmm. They got a game next week against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's a more that's a bigger game than the game against the Bulls. If they don't have D Lo tonight, yeah, you could have some guys. Dennis Schroeder could come in, they could fill in, but that's not a small one. In a in a critical game where you kind of need everyone, this one's coming out of nowhere. I, I want to be a little careful about how I phrase this because I don't want to I, I understand everybody's health is their health and you want to be careful about, you know, making things worse and, and, and whatnot. And I, I don't even want to talk about D'Angelo specifically or Anthony Davis in a back-to-back specifically. None, none of those things. I'm talking – this is a very general conversation, okay. okay? 
when we're down to the very nitty gritty of the season, which the the Lakers are right now, and the nitty gritty of a baseball season, or the you know the last couple of games of a football season where you're maybe in or out of a playoff spot by a game or so, and every game takes on these added importance. It seems like the football guys are willing to say, "Look, I, I'm not, but I'm going to go for it, man. I I, I got to go for it." It seems like like you got a guy that's got a hamstring or a knee or something that's bothering. They're just like, "Look, I'm I'm not at my best, but I'm going to go out there and I'm going to see what I can give the team. Whether it's you know I'm going to play left field and try to get a couple of hits and see what happens, and maybe I'm running around and you know think kind of like the Kirk Gibson mentality where he's clearly not quite right, but I'm going to do what I want." That doesn't seem to be the thing, or at least we don't hear. Maybe it's just that we don't hear about it as much okay. in the NBA as we hear other places, but it just seems like, yeah, I got my, my hip or my knee or my shoulder or my elbow, whatever it might be. There are only a handful of games left. You've said that this OKC game tonight is a big deal for all the obvious reasons. Not that, making it up. You know, right. just one of those, you know what? I don't feel great, but I got to make a run at this tonight. And again, I'm not talking about D'Angelo specifically tonight. I'm talking globally, just this. I mean, I. Let, let's see what happens. I, maybe you start and it's bad and you make it worse and you're gone for the final eight games and that's what they're trying to I, – I don't know. It just seems that at some point, don't you just kind of have to go for it? They do it in the other leagues. I don't know. It, this could just simply be an NBA thing because there's also a lot of chatter around the NBA that comes with load management. Yeah. There's a lot of chatter around the NBA of guys missing more time. I mean, how many times I hear um, I hear Michael say it um, – yeah, Kobe up, or you know, do you think Kobe yeah. would have played in this game Kobe's or not played a, in this game? Honestly, that's the perfect example. I'm yeah. glad you brought him up. Kobe Bryant is the perfect example. Where remember, it was his, like it was his hand or it was his knee or like all all of these things where it's like, of course I don't feel good, but who? Nobody cares. I need to go out there and do it. He was the ultimate example of the guy that was. We knew he wasn't a hundred percent physical, yeah. and you knew that he you were getting less than the absolute best. But damn, if he wasn't out there every so night. So my my problem with these conversations, you're right. I I can't tell. I, I, I get it. You know what I mean? A pain. But threshold. doesn't it seem like it happens less? Well, let, let me put you. Let me give you one as an example. Earlier this year, I forgot what road game it is, and you might remember this once I start talking about it. Do you remember? There's a game. Dennis Schroeder, Lakers were on the road. Uh -huh. He turns his ankle. And the ball of his ankle, you could see, hit the floor, okay? And he's out kind of, you know, rolling around on the ground. Darvin Ham calls timeout. We go to commercial break. Both Michael and, and John are saying, yeah, I'd be surprised if we see Dennis Schroeder the rest of the game. Calls timeout. Next mm -hmm. thing you know, Dennis Schroeder's back yeah. in the game, and he's out there going. Maybe it's just not talked about enough when it does happen. I don't have an answer for you. I just those are always difficult for me to kind of weigh. You're not wrong on the importance of the game, but yeah. I also don't know what when D'Lo's feeling. Outside, and again, I'm not talking about him specifically, but at some point, trying to protect whatever may come becomes less important. That I'll use a, another bad analogy. You'll hear baseball managers like do the thing where, well, I couldn't use him tonight because we had a game six coming up. Yeah, but if you lose tonight, the series is over. Yeah, like what? It doesn't matter. Why are you saving for something that may never happen? Mm -hmm. You have to get to the thing. And look, maybe you burn the guy and you don't have any good. But we can figure that out when we have to figure that got out. To game seven, right? We got yeah. to game seven, and now anything can happen. At some point, there is a. I can't worry about what might happen a week from now, two mm -hmm. weeks from now. I got, I got to take care of business tonight. And this game against OKC, for all the reasons that we talked about, it's a big deal. Of course it is. It's a big deal. And, you know, hopefully he plays. Hope, hopefully questionable turns into, yeah, you know what? He, game time decision. Up, he's there ready he is. to go. Yeah. And we're, or, or, like we're talking about, maybe it's just, you know what? He can get through it. He's going to, you know, he's not perfect, but we'll get through it. 
I would like I would like to have some of that at some point from these guys because I want them in. Mm-hmm. I want them in, and at some point, just say, "Well, we got to be careful here." You got what nine? Is it nine? Nine games to go. That's um, not very many. Another one coming up on Sunday. So you're, you're basically. And by the way, after the game on Sunday, five straight on the road. Yeah, five straight one on of the, the road. Clippers, right. The last is it the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Last one. So. Cause they have four straight on the road. One is a hybrid. Four and, and a half on homers. the road. Right, right. That is still. It's still mostly Laker fans. It's still. Terrific. Yeah, no, it's at least. I, I, it's at right. least the court's black. I, I really like that. That, that. That's just that's the thing that makes me very happy. That when the Lakers play on the road at mm-hmm. crypto, it's still mostly. Laker only thing fans that, that changes. Only thing that changes for us too is they move our broadcast from the left side to the right side. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a Clipper game. <laughs> Clipper home yeah, if you if you just took all of the colors out of it, right, and yeah. it's just like you had like generic things, you would think just based on noise and everything else. Yeah, no, here we go again. Only I'm sitting three seats to my left instead of to the right. Cover the banners. <laughs> That's pretty terrific. That's the too. cover the banners. I believe in omens. Okay, and the Dodgers have announced their starting rotation on the very same day that I saw it. This is good news for the Dodgers. We got some good news, Slee. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Big CY in the house joining us right now. What's up, Clinton? Nothing much, man. Just uh, Did you do TV today or something? Did television today, winding down the week. That one. There we go. They're both on. They're Take, both on. Talking to both of them at the same time, we could get our press no, conference. that's awkward. And we're not on YouTube, so we're not going to do that. That would be for the visual gag. Um, I like Gates. is like, no, one mic's not get, enough. Getting ready. Two of them. Getting ready for our you know, little Dodger show that we're doing um, starting nice. next week. Okay. Bergman and I, Blue Review. So figured that would be a good time to pop in per, and talk about the I, I, Dodgers There's review. nothing I like talking before about I, more. Before I get into that, will you play more pickleball? Perhaps. Berg and I are going to probably try to play Okay, so here's week. what I would do. If we started a little 7-10 team in a separate league where we could sort of pick up like, hey, let's get three guys, there are four guys that can make it. Like if we played amongst ourselves at leagues, God knows where. League sounds like leagues a are very a little daunting. strong word. And it's it is. It is. Yeah, Joining a league commitment. is a commitment. But that's why I meant sort of like our own league. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we play pickup with one another uh, and we call each other when we want to play. That I would do for sure. Yeah, Berg and I are more thinking like – we're gonna go run courts out in Pasadena. Just yeah, I already assumed you bought six more there. paddles. You know, one for each day of the week because <laughs> do they go point, bad? Wasn't does it, enough? Does one wasn't know enough. The equipment like <laughs> does like a bat will lose its pop over yes, time? Yes, that's right? true. That's so true. does a pickleball paddle lose its pop? You I have don't to replace know. it. I don't think so. I also don't know about showing up to like a non 
agape court with a <laughs> paddle with my name on it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I don't necessarily know that I want to do that in front of the public. Well, it's the equivalent of showing up to the bowling alley with your own ball. Pretty much. It's yeah. the equivalent That means of, you're a real uh, bowler. Well, right. uh, yeah, but there, there are, for instance, uh, you guys know that I'm a golfer. Yes. Sometimes you'll run into somebody that's got like a tour bag. Like the with your name embroidered on it, but they suck. It could it, it's one or two. It's either yeah they're pretty good or it's like that you they got cash a, to burn a, a on VP clubs. of a Fortune five hundred company. Things I and, saw right. things I saw at Top Golf this week because it was my birthday and I was there at ten a.m. slamming beers and walking whacking balls into the TV and some guy pulls up to me with the nicest bag I'd ever seen in my yeah, life. Jeez, couldn't hit for crap. But yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> the one is that if this is the piece of equipment, if somebody brings it to the location, that if they have it, stay away. But there's pool cue yeah <laughs> do, do break not, out lucille yeah the guy Shouts that's the got his own pool cue yeah you, do, you don't of, want to mess with that right. there's, there's a lot of similarities <laughs> in that in all sports okay so pick up basketball if the guy's coming in with the cleanest nicest shoes and he's got everything like from top to bottom it's brand new it's this that i'm like yeah this guy doesn't play basketball probably a bump. Often. yeah probably Buys not a very good player and if the guy shows up and his shoes are half ripped and his shorts he doesn't even care i'm like yeah that's there's not historical good. precedent for this if that's he's wearing a backwards white dirty cap and a tie-dye t-shirt yes you have run into <laughs> billy Hoyle in the multiverse <laughs> do not play against him that's not what you want yeah that, that you know it's okay since we're talking a little bit that always bothered me in that movie it was so clearly a yeah. setup that they should have been onto that, right? Like, I, I get it. Like, if he were dressed like me, right? It's okay. He, he probably is not very good, but a guy that's intentionally dressed like George Jetson <laughs> is is clearly setting you up. Like, you gotta you gotta know that. It's true. But the guy that misses every shot in pool and says, "You know why don't we play for a little money?" You're getting yeah, hustled. Don't, oh, yeah, don't trust getting that don't, guy. Don't go for that. Don't trust that guy at all. So. I am a believer in signs, karma, like indicators. The force, if you will. Uh, the, the force, and certainly when it comes to baseball. I, th- I think most baseball people are inherently superstitious. Correct. It just comes with the territory. The Dodger media guide for 2023 is out, and Fernando, in the classic Fernando pose, hands over his head, eyes to the sky, home Dodger uniform, red 34. Like just, it is the perfect Fernando picture is on the cover of the media guide this year. On the year they're going to retire his number, finally, officially, something that has been long overdue. I like this. If I'm looking for positives, because they've had some bad ones okay. leading up to this, so, I've been looking for a silver lining on a relatively, not a black cloud, but a no. gray, shall we call it gray cloud. Fernando on the cover of the media guide makes me feel good. There's two ways to take this. Number one is that the franchise finally righting wrongs in more ways than one that they should have. Although his number was de facto retired because nobody wore it, it did not make sense that he was not have his number retired. It wasn't official. I don't care what the franchise policy is about guys in the Hall of Fame or whatever it may be. That's a bad policy, and I'm glad that they moved around that. Number two, though. I'm glad they moved around it for him yes that's I'm, what i'm saying i, I like While the he's policy still with this but like for instance steve garvey was my favorite dodger as a kid mm-hmm. steve garvey you go to baseball reference there's a lot of bold numbers on steve right. garvey's page he's really really good he's not a hall of famer okay he's not in and i don't think he will ever end up getting in he's close but he's not in I think that that is a threshold that is honorable. The Garvey to threshold the, to just say, "Look, we're one of our great players, but you're not one of these guys." I Fernando occupies such a unique space, not only as a great Dodger player, bigger than the Dodgers. I'll but give it, yeah, far bigger than the B- Dodgers. Bigger than the Dodgers. Yes. Yes. Isn't That's it? Fine. Isn't it safe to say that with Fernando? Every time there was a conversation about him, it's like, why hasn't this happened? Yeah, and isn't that enough to? 
rather than you know if sometimes Fernando were yeah, Canadian, you, you, he's you know, not in. Sure, but there's so exactly <laughs> right, and there's been ownership group changes. I can understand why this took a little while to get to where it is, but hold on quickly, Slee. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say as well, though. The front cover of the media guy for a season. Typically a harbinger of where you think the season is going to go and who you think, I don't know, the face of your franchise is. So if you go away from a current rostered player on the front of the media guide, that provides a question as to, well, who do we think is the leader of this team right they now, They have Travis? 15 guys they could put. No, I they understand got, that, they got, but they got who three do we think it would be? The leader of the team? Is that the question? So, well, you know, we're, the face? I don't, I don't, yeah, we'll it's, say the it's, face. It's Kershaw. It's Kershaw's the leader. It, it, Kershaw's the leader. Okay. It doesn't mean it, he's the it's face. It's Kershaw. Now, we could argue whether he's their most important or best. He's probably neither of those two things at this right. point in his career. Which is what the, today's but, conversation is about. But but Kershaw is – you can make a pretty compelling argument that he's the greatest pitcher in the history of that organization. And they've had some very, very good ones. That's fair. But in 2023, how much of the Los Angeles Dodgers leaning on Clayton Kershaw to be a part of a championship run? Yeah. Is it, a fair question. It is. So if we're talking about like the guys that are going to carry the water every day, it's Mookie and Freddie. Yeah. Those are the two guys that are going to carry the water every day. And Julio. Yeah. He, 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 I agree. And guy. I'm not saying that they're at a loss for talent. I just thought it was a convenient kind of moment. It's like, okay, we'll go with we'll go with Fernando. No, I, I think it's the timing of it works well. what they so did too. for Fernando. Yeah, I think so well. too. So here's their rotation. They announced their rotation. And this this kind of matters because obviously these five guys are not going to take their turn every fifth day for six months. That's not how this works. But Julio gets the nod on opening day. Well deserved. Love that. I, I, I do too. Dustin May second. Hmm. Okay, coming back from injury. I think he only made six starts last year, I think is the number. Kirsch is in that three spot. And then you got Syndergaard, and then you got a we'll figure it out from there. It's a Pepio, it's a Grove. Well, you know, maybe Bobby Miller steps into that spot. I don't like Tony Gonsolin comes back. I was going to say the Gonsolin question is in, is yep. in play. To me, this season, from a staff starting standpoint, it's Dustin May, or else none of this works. I think for him, particularly because of, listen, Number one, his skill set. He's got plus stuff just on velocity, velo velo alone. And when he went down, I mean, that was a major loss for this team in terms of arms. And so for me, if you you expected to have him in these two, three, four seasons in terms of like what you were going to be from a staff standpoint, if he can't get back to where you needed him, well, then you've got other issues. Then then you're getting into guys that I believe, sure – Best scouting, best scouting department in the league in terms of pitching in my eyes. Yes, maybe the Astros are a little closer, but development I, too. Development too. May has to work out, or else you're kind of behind schedule with what you were supposed to be doing. I, I, At I, least I think from a championship standpoint. I, okay, I, I like that. I, I think that's an important distinction because he's incredibly important. I don't want to say that he's not. He yeah. is. But what the Dodgers have created, I think, is the, the the envy of the rest of baseball. Where let's say it, let's just say he's good, not great. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that he's okay, right? Pepio, Grove, Miller, Syndergaard, who knows what else that they can find or go get that they have options beyond. That. Tony Gonsolin's coming back at yeah. one point. You know, it's an ankle. It, it'll heal. He'll he'll be okay. That if he's just if he gets hurt again or if he's bad, that creates some problems along the way. Pepio, Grove, Miller, one of those guys can be pretty good. One of those guys is going to step up. I just feel like because of the way things are shaking out from an arm standpoint, specifically in the National League, if you don't have two guys that you don't think can get you wins, you're, yeah. again, in a position where you're you're not chasing it, but you're certainly not leading it's from gone, the front did, foot. But that, that's the difference. Can I just say this, T-Raj, difference between what we're accustomed to the Dodgers and what they're walking to yeah, into this for year sure. yeah. is we're accustomed to, oh, yeah, 
That, they're good. They have this player. They have yeah. that player. They have this player. Now the conversation this year is somebody's got to step up. You need somebody that that that's got a. The likelihood of somebody stepping up, I think, is likely. Yes. But the difference for the Dodgers before, some of these players used to be a luxury, not a necessity. Well, now exactly. they're going to become and a that's necessity. A different, that's a different method of putting together a team. It, it mm-hmm. is, but it also is the thing that I hope Dodger fans didn't ever think that this was the normal. Where you go, Clayton Kershaw, MVP, Cy Young Award I mean, winner. Do you talk to your Trevor, tre- Trevor Bauer, <laughs> yep. Cy Young Award winner. Walker Bueller. Walker Bueller, yeah. maybe the best pitcher in the Max National Scherzer. League. Max Scherzer. Julio Urias, Julio, maybe the yep. best pitcher in the National League. Max Scherzer, multiple times. That's not how this works. What they have now is not just Major League typical, it's better than Major it League is. typical. It's above the line. It's not... Hall of Fame stuff the way that they had for it. This is how most teams go into a season where I got my two, I'm pretty sure I got a three, and we'll figure out four and five on the fly. This is what most teams do. That's exactly what most teams do, and this is also where you hope the front office becomes... The, all of that hands-on stuff that you talked about, let's hope they can press some buttons if this doesn't work out the way that you want it with May or whomever it may be at the back end of the rotation. Let's hope that they can figure out what they're going to do with this because the earlier you stabilize your pitching staff, the better chance your team has to go and win a division. So Personal do you, opinion. Do you, are, as a Padre fan, mm-hmm. are obviously you're excited about what you're going to see and all the guys they went out to get, but are you like, no, no, this is going to work? Or is there a little bit of, dude, I'm thrilled they did what they did, but... Man, sometimes building that super team just doesn't come together the way that you hope. I think there's a little bit more of, I think it's going to work. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean you're not guaranteed to go win a World Series or any of that stuff, but they got so many good players and they actually won something in the playoffs. Beating the Mets in the three game set in New York was not easy. Beating the Dodgers in four games gives you hopefully that kind of that that hey we can do it because we have done it before. So I, I think there's much more optimism than there is this. And I would go so far as to say it wasn't just beating the Dodgers. It wasn't just beating the Dodgers in four games. It was how those games were played. It did not appear that the Dodgers were in that series. No. For the for the greater part of the I, innings that were pitched. Just saying. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Just Last saying. one. Yeah, no, just shut up, Gates. <laughs> you two, you you two like, were. You sound like the listener. <laughs> you, two were, you two were talking about the WBC yeah. before it even started. We didn't get a chance to talk to you since then. Just a quick little, could you have scripted anything better than what you saw? No. A-plus finish, and for those of you who are saying, oh, well, if Trout had hit a three-run bomb or whatever, okay, sure, but that didn't happen. He struck out his own dude after his own dude looked at him like, I can't believe that I'm actually dealing with this, and he said, I can't. I've been waiting for this for a while, slidered him out of there. It was fantastic. Either of those finishes are perfect. Yeah. They're both perfect. Either one. They're both perfect. And also, let us talk about- I was okay with the Otani finish. I had no problem with that. Everyone was. The base running. Again, from the Japanese team. Oh, Just, forget it. What are we talking about here? You watch those tapes with your high school team. That's how you read a ball off the bat. One more right? quick one. One more quick yes. one. Just yes or no. Should they have had Mookie bunt McNeil to second? Yes. We're back with more office, office trivia coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
All right, guys. I know we've been waiting on bated breath for more office trivia, so I'm going to give it to you. Anniversary I'm, today. Yes, anniversary of when The Office, the American version, came out in this day in 2005. I'm not going to- Emily, pull. did you watch the British version? I did. I have. Did, did, did you like it? Oh, it's different. What did you think of season two, episode <laughs> seven? Uh, I Aren't do there think only like 25 episodes? It's, it's short. It's, it's, a, it's a BBC show, which they do very short seasons, and they don't- uh, let it go as long but um i think it's just a different type of humor it's drier it's more bleak um it's so like the first season of the office they tried to mimic that version of it and they had it be very bleak and then they realized with steve carell they can't do that steve carell's not a bleak guy he's mm. a very bubbly and a very kind guy you want to root for you him you can't root against him exactly yeah. so they, they changed michael scott's character a little bit to make him a at the end of every Highlight episode, his, you, yeah. you know who you almost got that role? Note. I know you know, but do you know who almost got that role and they kind of revisited it towards the end of the series? Bob Odenkirk. Bob, yep. Bob Odenkirk mm. was one of the finalists for that role along the way. And then when Pam went to work in that office, he would, basically did his version of it pretty darn good. Yeah. It's pretty darn good. It would have been it would have been great, but also then we wouldn't have gotten Saul Goodman. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have gotten Better Call Saul because it would have conflicted with timing. So obviously two roads diverged, but uh, I think we landed on the best ones possible. So are you guys ready for some trivia? Travis. <laughs> All right. So there are two fires in the office, in the in the course of the office. Who started the first fire? Sliwa. All right. Uh was it Dwight? That's the second fire. Yeah, Ryan, Travis Ryan. Yes, it was yeah. Ryan. I didn't know the order, Slee. <laughs> I, I was just going to guess. I knew that Dwight and Ryan started. What was the first fire? So the first fire- The <laughs> cheesy toast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cheesy yeah, yeah. pita or cheesy It was a pita, pita bread. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he, they call him Fire Guy. It was season, in season one or two, but they play like the Desert Jeez. Island game outside of the office, and like they, that's when like Pam is flirting with Jim, but they couldn't really flirt yet. Anyway, so that's, that's how that good, story. How line. good was Dwight's fire? It was pretty great. It was one of the best when ones. He, it was one of the best when he episodes. flicks the cigarette into the trash can is terrific. All right. So who is, what's the uh, name of Angela's favorite cat that Dwight killed? Travis. Yes. Sprinkles. Yes. Oh, good. Sprinkles. Cool there. Who, okay, this is, the, it wasn't on my list. Who does she want them to save in the second fire? I don't know. It's the one she throws it to the roof yep. with Oscar, yeah. but I don't know the name of the Save cat. Save Bandit! And then Bandit. She, oh, yeah. she throws yeah, it up yeah. in the air. perfect name. Which is great. All right, so what is the name of Michael's film? That- oh, 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 tra- the I Travis. Know. I don't know. It's the it's Midnight. There's a word in it. It's, it's uh, Taylor, not, do you have it? not Operation Midnight. What the heck is it? I don't know. Uh, oh man, is there a number in it like 20, 20 to something? No, it is threat level midnight. Threat level. No one oh, got it. Yeah, no one got yeah, it. It's actually yeah, the name of the episode. Enough. They yes. had it the, in the last season yeah. with Steve Carell. So who? So we know we talked about Scott's tots earlier, but what did Michael give the Scott's tots? Travis. That w- I'm going to finish the answer, but I'll go to you first. <laughs> that wasn't a scholarship, Travis. Batteries. Yes, he had the millennium. <laughs> You're not that far away from knowing this show the way I remember stupid stuff. Mm. I, I have a memory for stupid stuff. I, I only need to see it a couple of times, and I will remember. I, I can picture it in my head. Okay, these next three Travis. are pretty easy, Alan. So I'm going to let Alan get the first crack okay. at these. Three more. So There's a lot of office <laughs> trivia here. Okay. Where does Jim propose to Pam? I'm not asking for a specific location. I'm asking for what is the location. What type of place? Taylor. Yeah. Okay, Taylor. It's a gas station. It is a gas station. It is also Why the most expensive. I, I was going to be so off. 
What were you going to say? <laughs> the beach? No. What was the in episode Scranton? in the... the they, their Go wedding, they went to Niagara oh, Falls. Oh, that's what it was, the beach games. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's season three. Um, but uh, it's the most expensive scene in all the office is the proposal scene because they had the fake rain. They had cars go around this like fake set. Anyway, that's why it's the most expensive scene. All right. What is Stanley's favorite... Am I, am I allowed to answer? Yes, you What's can. What's Stanley's favorite day? Oh, I'm Travis. Okay. Pretzel day. Yes. Yeah. Every day should be pretzel day. Right. He's and- actually it's the only episode where he's in a good mood. <laughs> All right. Last one I have for you. Travis. What? Last one, Slee. This guy's on him. What school did Andy attend? I'm not having Travis answer first. Taylor. All right, Taylor. Cornell. Oh, yeah. It is Cornell. Cornell. And the Cornell, uh, the acapella group he participated in is called Here Comes Treble. Here Comes Treble. And then who is actually the acapella group is from what school? Oh, the actual... The, the actors who played in Here Comes Trouble in the episode at the end of the series is from the University of Virginia, oh, yeah? the Hullabahoos. Anyway, this is my the office trivia for you guys. All comes full circle. Always ends with Virginia. It always comes back to Emily. I really wish I could remember a name of a Virginia player. I just wanted to blurt out his name right there. I just don't... Ralph Sampson. Ralph Sampson. I'll sure. go with him. That goes, <laughs> that goes back a little bit. All right, Slee. Opening day, Major League Baseball next week. We're yep. getting very, very close. The Athletic has some predictions for who's going to do what. What's what? What is which of these seems more likely to you? Because I think that there are two possibilities, and I hate one of them. It mm-hmm. won't be hard to figure out which one I hate. Mike Trout sets a career high in homers and leads the league. Okay. Corey Seager wins the American League MVP. Keep in mind, Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge and those guys play in the American League. Um, or that the Padres have the best rotation in baseball. So you're saying most likely of most those? Most likely. Um, most likely of those, I'd go Trout. I take my chances with Trout. The as much as I want to say the Padre one, I, really I think that's <laughs> well. By the way, if they have the best rotation, it's a wrap on top of everything else that they got. Yeah, that's it's a wrap as far as them winning the division and getting mm-hmm. a high. It's not a wrap to win the World Series. No, because, because we we've, know we've seen that. But yeah. here's why I think it's Seager. Even though Otani and and Judge and a whole bunch of Jose Ramirez, there's a bunch of really good players in that half of the draw. Mike Trout doesn't play enough games, games. to lead the yep. league in home runs anymore. Like mm-hmm. he's been in the the one teens, the one twenties or lower the last go the first five six years of career. Mike Trout was one fifty plus. The only time he took time off is with you know we're, hey we're gonna give you a day. He was like Freddie Freeman. He was playing every single night, and now he's you know he's in his thirties. He's heavier than he used to be not that he's out of shape he's just a bigger older guy and he misses he misses time now and and you could just see that this is going to be his path in the second half of his career where instead of playing 150 games a year he plays played 119 last season right 120 125 130 because you play in 130 games this is what's so crazy about baseball you play in 130 games right Mm -hmm. that means you missed an entire month of the season yeah that's a lot. And 130 games seems like, hey, I'm there. You missed a month. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to be down. And 130 kind of feels like the number for him. I always look at, and these are you know just kind of random predictions that could be there. I always look at, and maybe you just kind of, you're, you're waiting for, there's been so much conversation about Otani this year. There's been so much conversation about what's going to happen to him. Where is he going to go? Can the Angels be competitive? Trout's name kind of has been, I'm not telling you it's lost. WBC, his name was coming up a lot. I know it was coming up a lot because it was Trout versus Otani sure. in that final uh, that final at-bat. 
but you're almost like kind of like you said, you're starting to talk about a lot more guys than just Trout. I wonder if he has one of those. All right, don't forget who I am. Let me come into this season. See what he could do. And this is about the age that that happens. Because through his 20s, they're really what they, they tried to make it a thing with Bryce Harper for half a second. And it was like, no, no, stop. And Bryce Harper's awesome. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But it's like, stop. It's, it's not even close. Mm. And then there was a moment where it's like, hey, is it Mookie? And it's like, it's closer than it was with Harper. But no, it's mm. clearly Mike Trout. Now there is a. No, you could make an argument for Mookie or Soto or they're, they're Otani, yeah. obviously. Yeah. There there are guys that are in the mix there, and that's usually where the guy that's kind of finally starting to come down or other guys are coming up said, no, no, hold on a second. I got one more of these. That a, a 40 home run, 110 RBI, you know, where he slugs over 1,000 or OPS over 1,000, on-base percentage over 400. It's not totally out of the question. Well, I mean, if Trout can throw 102 and then follow it up with a 89 89- 88-mile-per-hour the slider. They missed the boat. Should they have traded him last year? It, it, it really does feel like they kind of – their opportunity to get the absolute most for him felt like last year at the deadline. It, just think Soto, mm-hmm. right? That it, because it would open up the pool of potential bidders. Right now, the bidders for Otani are going to be people that basically have to get a guarantee that he's going to sign an extension because the cost is mm-hmm. going to be real – if I'm the Dodgers, I can't give you three prospects and two major league players for three months. I can I, can can't I, do can it. I give you an example? What if, just hypothetically, you are in contention, not the Angels. I'm talking about another team out there that might look at Otani and say, you know what, screw it. We're going to take our – Seattle. Let me, let me throw out a team like Seattle or something like that where you're in the mix, you have a really good team, you have a chance of winning it all – would you risk it's worth it to try to get Otani for this stretch and then maybe but there's no guarantee that you're going to convince this guy to stay um do you think there's a franchise that would do that it's a great question and I love that you picked the Mariners I think they're the perfect example I think they're the perfect what it would be like is you're just about done paying off your house yeah and you you go take this crazy second mortgage to go rent a car to go on vacation it's like it's an awesome car. You can have a great vacation, but it's gonna end, and they're gonna take the car back, and now you got to buy your house all over again. That's an incredibly it's, it's the, expensive. It's thing. the thinking you could convince Shohei give us one run. We think we might, but it's the risk of it, it's Shohei saying, "I can't, I cannot promise you anything." I don't know if they could cannot promise you him. anything. I don't know if they could afford to give him mm-hmm. six hundred million dollars. To go back to to go back to what, to what you be. said of should they have traded him because they did not make the playoffs because they have not been competing because there was nothing really to cash in past and now he's gone and th- so because of those reasons now if you'd have told me they made the playoffs and it was a it was a they lost but it was a fun run and all that stuff then you can make more of an argument I like the car rental. Hey, uh, here's $10 million to rent a car to go on vacation. Got to refinance the house, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> let's roll. I'm in. The, the dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So I'm not necessarily a musical guy. Like, Ireland is the 710 musical enthusiast, right? So when, when he comes in here, we'll certainly ask him about this because I know this is his, his lane. But – I also have the Mean Girls Lane, Slee. You know that I'm a huge fan of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a musical. They're going to turn Mean Girls into a musical, and it's going to star John Hamm and Jenna Fisher. 
Okay, so John Hamm is about as big of a star as you get. Jenna Fisher is iconic in her role as Pam Beasley, obviously. I think I could muscle through a musical to see that. I'm not going to lie. That's it's also written by Tina Fey, so it's still going to be that same oh, thing. Oh, it is. So it's, it's written by Tina Fey. Uh, so uh, Jenna Fisher's going to play Katie Heron's mom. and John. That Hansen was the- uh, uh, Amy Poehler, right? No, that's um, Regina George's mom. So oh, Amy Poehler. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it was played by the woman who's also from SNL. It's Katie Heron's mom. Yeah. But John Hamm's going to also play the coach. Anna Gasteyer, I believe, is her yes, name. Yes, Anna Gasteyer. Yeah. And then uh, John Hamm's going to play the coach that was like teaching the sex ed That's class. a really small role in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, he only has two or three scenes. And I'm not aware of what the musical is like. I haven't seen it. I do know it was on Broadway and it was relatively successful. So, But the, the girls, the younger girls cast is all great. And there's a rumor. The originals might be back. Re- like in a, is a cameo? Yeah, they just have to work out the right pay compensation, all that good stuff. Uh, no. Because, look, Amanda Seyfried, sure. Um, uh, Rachel McAdams, okay. Yeah. I forget the uh, other girl that was part of the plastics. What was her name, her real name? Lacey Chabert. Yes. Right? Yeah. Lacey Chabert. Sh- Lindsay Lohan cannot be in this because it would just, it would completely take you out of the thing that you're trying to recapture. She does not look like she looked in that other movie. It's not gone well for her. Will you um, travel to go find out where it's playing and you're ready to go? <laughs> it's on streaming on Paramount That's Plus. That's it, and we don't even need to go anywhere. I'm gonna. Did I? I could see John was, in New York City going in there and going to see it. What was the streaming service that I gave you bad information that you purchased because I said something that wasn't true? Which AMC. One was it? it was AMC. Oh yeah, it was AMC. I told you there was a new episode of Better yeah. Call Saul. Yeah. You're like, oh, I guess it's on here. Can I think s- I'm still paying monthly, and I forgot to... See if you have a They don't tell Plus. you, by the way. No, if you have the subscription, there's 10, everything. 10, 10, 20, 20, 20. Keep it down, They're guys. taking it all. National Cocktail Day today. Um, I know you like bourbon neatly. That's kind of the drink yeah. that you mentioned. But if you had to get a cocktail, mm-hmm. what's your first choice? Um, Man, that's so funny. I literally do not do cocktails. Ever? No, not ever. Just like, I think we've talked about this. Like an old-fashioned? You like bourbon? Um. What's the uh, whiskey sour? That's no. Got what's the one I'm it? talking about? The uh, Kentucky Mule, right? That's yeah, what it is, that's right? A cocktail. I, I will do that over, and most of the other ones because that one's bourbon. Emily, uh, whiskey sour, and I also love to go one. to get whiskey sours at different places because every place makes it a little different. Do you like it with the egg? Uh, I don't mind it. I prefer it not with an egg. Yeah, but I do prefer it with cherries instead of like an orange, which sometimes they come with that. Do you like the? Do you not a whiskey sour fan? Because that has bourbon too. No, I'm not not a not a big fan of that. The one. the egg is a weird deal because it, it it's like a silky consistency kind of to it, but knowing that there's a raw egg, I know, kind of wigs me out. Yeah. I'm not. As I tell weird him to about scramble that. it. <laughs> I just don't I'm want fried. the. I just don't want the <laughs> break frog. the yolk over the top like it's an eggs Benedict. I get it over easy. <laughs> run what? What are you talking? That's so gross. <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrible. Uh, martini is the answer. Yeah, that's me. yours. That's yeah, that's your go-to. Just dr- but tonight, Come just on. Got dry, nothing tomorrow. dry. You know, I I have not had um, anything in a couple of weeks because oh, I really? got. I told you I got yeah. got that bug and nothing was really sounding. I thought that, that good. would make you have like hey, three or four of them. I think I'm back. Back. Tonight? I think tonight is the night that that horse is about to get ridden all over again. Just saying that he's been in the barn for a while and uh, it's, it's time for him to put him through a few paces Release. along the way. Snoop. He wants to perform at the coronation of King Charles. Who says no? I don't know who we have to call. Like probably maybe King Charles. The, yeah, maybe it's easy. There's he has to staff he that out, no. right? Can King Snoop Charles at the coronation? That'd be amazing. How do you tell Snoop no in anything? 
that's the thing, right, Al? Yeah. That is there anybody that is more universally well liked than Snoop? Yep. Like whether it transcends gender, it By transcends the way, for race, decades now, age for decades like now. Everybody kind of mm-hmm. is Team Snoop. Why not? What's his latest? What is he doing? Uh, is it a Corona commercial? Yeah, with Andy Samberg. Sketchers. Yeah. He does Skechers. Like, Skechers is not... When you think Snoop... I didn't know he does Skechers. Oh, yeah. He's got a Skechers spot. He he's got... Wine. Oh, you know what? No, wine. you know what I also saw, too, at one of these Laker games? Is it Beyond Meat? It might be one of... It's one of those... It's one of those brands he's uh, he's representing as well. Ooh, more Lindsay Lohan news. The Malibu house from the Canyons is now available to buy. That is not a good movie. It's a nice house, but I I, I, I don't... know. If, if the... Mean Girls stage from the uh, Christmas production is available. <laughs> I'm interested in that, but the Canyons House does that I mean something to that. you? Just uh, like those Hollywood tours that they do, and I, I I've never been on one. But if you told me tomorrow, if somebody came in out of town, in L.A., and it's like, hey, I really want to go on one of those Hollywood tours where they're going to take you, and that's yeah. this person's house, or yeah. that person once once lived here. Does that do anything for you, or no? not? Not that. What, what what is more interesting to me? Not like um, you know. Uh, Robert Redford lived in this house. Okay. I don't care about that. But if you told me this is the house that they used as the facade for the Brady Bunch mm. or the Fresh Prince, like the the house mm. from the not the, the the famous person lived there, but this is the house from the the, the show or the or from movie, like Nightmare on Elm Street. I know that's on South yeah. Pass. Yeah. Yes. There's also the Father of the Bride, also in South Pass. Step Brothers, yeah. I think that house that they use is South Pasadena they're, they're, as well. Yeah, there's like four of them mm-hmm. that they use that they dress also, a little differently. But yeah, that part is interesting. Yeah, that, but, that's, but this I'm is where Will Ferrell lives. I don't care about that. I care about the Step Brothers. One house. more of the Office uh, reference. So my, you know, the David Wallace's house, the big white house yes. in the Office. So that's my friend's house. My friend from UVA. She played water polo with me. That's her house in Pasadena. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. So she like dropped it on me and I was like, please tell me more. And then she was like, oh, I don't know, it's kind of cool. I'm like, I need all these What's details. her address? <laughs> <laughs> People go knock on her door along the way. Uh, we mentioned this earlier. This is the day in 1972 that The Godfather came out. Uh, so Godfather or Lethal Weapon 2 for you? Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> I have them both playing at the same time. I got one on the TV, one on the iPad. Is, is it your it- favorite mafia movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite. It's it's For me, it's better than... Casino, it's oh, better yeah. than um, Goodfellas. It's better than Goodfellas. I love Goodfellas, but Godfather to me is my favorite mob movie. And there's some, there's it's some the that best we've one. we've talked about. Um, well, I'm a, the, it's a Fugazi. I think Goodfellas is more than Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco, which we think there's others that are Donnie underrated. Great movie. that are underrated, but The Godfather I think lives up to all I, of it. I think Donnie Brasco is a better movie than Goodfellas and Casino. And, and those are good movies. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I really like those. But Donnie Don- Brasco's one of, I, I think, one of the more underrated mob movies. Because we've talked about this. The reason that movie works for me mm-hmm. is Al Pacino plays a loser. I know. You don't get to see him play a loser so very random. often. It's a, it's a, yeah, and Emily gets her uh, whole forget about it thing going on. Uh, Courtney Cox is cleaning up her and her friend stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That sounds like a bad gig. I know that she's probably doing it for the bit. Yeah, it was like a, it was like an Instagram Reels like TikTok thing, but I mean, I, people that live in Los Angeles typically don't walk Hollywood Boulevard. It's, it's a very touristy thing it to do. It is so touristy. It is but so filthy. I was yeah, I took is, my uh, my brother there. Gross. It is it is awful. It's does he does he walk dressed like Spider Man? <laughs> I, I swear to you, I was oh, going to say if you want to get depressed. Go look at the Spider-Man impersonator on oh, Hollywood Boulevard. It's like so Times Square, but in Los Angeles. Oh, it is, yeah. it, that'll break your damn away, heart. When your brother walked away, was he like, yeah, I'm good. Never coming back to... 
Yeah, never you only to have see to that see that, that once. Yeah. You never have to see that again. I mean, I get a d- filthy stars all over the place. I mean, I'll go when I get mine. That's <laughs> yeah, when I'll go. I'll go when I, I get mine. I think you just got to yeah. pony up, right? Yeah, I think yeah, that's how all. it works. You it's just got to kind of buy it. Ireland's got. I want the Mason and Ireland star. Ireland's got all the money. He won't do it. <laughs> there you go. You should have taken your brother to uh, Musso and Frank. Get a martini. Musso and Frank is fantastic. That's like old school. That that's is like old school. Delicious. Oldest restaurant in L.A. Hard to get a reservation. You got to show up early. Yeah. So they start to line up on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh. You get in the queue, and the, the that first seating, I think, is kind of first come, first Tom serve. Snyder and I used to go there for, for meals, and uh, he would always get the steak tartare. Mm. The old steak school. tartare. So Very old school. So good. John says you have all the money. No! Which one of you guys no, are lying no, to each I other? Think I, don't, I think, yeah, no, yeah, I don't think. I'm not doing yeah. well. They actually have a merged account. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, a joint all, account. I got I got to tell you a, that a, a, a quick story here, yep. and, and we'll, we'll start a little super crosstalk. All right, real quick, yes. um, before we get to Emily putting together a diss track That's about you. I've not heard it, but okay, I'm, I'm excited yes. for so it. So she, she put together some excited. of you. I get a call yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm leaving um, right, right underneath where we park, right? Yes. I'm pulling out. My phone rings, and it's uh, my oldest son, Bob. And he goes, are you listening? And I'm like, no. I, I literally just got in the car. He goes, the, the funniest thing <laughs> I've ever heard just took place. And I'm like, what what happened? He goes, I'm listening to Mason in Ireland. And I stopped right there. I'm saying, wait, you you, you listen? He goes, Thank you, Bobby. He, he's, he's all in. Oh, so he's nice. got a new job where he's in the car a lot. So yeah. he's driving around. So he gets to listen to the radio cool. far more than he used to. He thinks you guys are awesome. So I will oh, give you guys nice. that. He's hey, 100% Bobby. in. He, he thought. The gag that Jorge and Bergman pulled on you. It was genius. With Chad G. What they do? It was genius. I wasn't here. Oh my gosh. I, I just heard it this morning for the first you time. Know, I didn't know what it was either. Go ahead. So, so they start read for my birthday. They start reading this really nice uh, sort of th- you know tribute to all you. the yeah. you, it was good beautiful. you've done and the people you've impacted, impacted and blah yeah. blah blah. It's and I'm really like, good. Wow, I'm really touched. And then Bergman says, that was chat GPT. <laughs> it is going to change everything. Yeah. If you're basically, if you have to do a prison, now people say, well, it's going to make kids cheat in school. They already are. Right. And now, but what about in business? If you have a presentation in business, you there know, is no yeah. cheating. Recently, Just I had to write a letter, a letter of recommendation. I'm like, perfect. I don't exactly. <laughs> no, it's letter of recommendation. Pops right out of a chat GPT. Used it word for word. It's awesome. The best part, I watched, I, I watched it this morning. The way the they were reading yeah, there's, it, too. There's the way they were reading it was ESPN so heartfelt. And the way they, so Berg would read a, a, a stanza or two, <laughs> and then Jorge would read one. They're kind of going back and forth. It's, clearly, they've rehearsed this a little Their bit. Their voice was, it, were cracking Very a nice, bit. very right. sincere. And I'm watching you yep. on the other feed. And I, I, you could watch your face because at the beginning you could tell, okay, they're going to zing me. Yeah. Right? They're going to hit me with this. And about halfway through, the look on your face went, oh, this is really kind of nice. nice. This really and nice. then it was <laughs> GPT. Chat, thanks, Chat oh. GPT. But really, one of the best bits in a long time. Bergman <laughs> Jorge pulled it out. It's hilarious. All right, John, you ready? Yeah. This is uh, Emily Hebel okay. with her diss track. Okay. <laughs> what? What are you doing? You did some bad things, but I'm the worst of this. I tried to break it and I broke the wall. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder which one will be your last lie. No, you know what this is? This is another instance. Morales hates our show and he nope, likes your that's show. Not- I don't start it, but I can tell you how it ends. I think that, John, you just fired the first shot in a long-lasting wall. A long-lasting wall. <laughs> I will wait seven years if I have to. They say it looks 
can kill and I might try. Who is this singer? Taylor we want Swift. to make sure that oh, John okay. gets what's coming to him, mm-hmm. and we want it to be as humiliating and as public as possible. <laughs> always Taylor Swift, by the way. Either. Yeah, always. Wasn't that you were angry? It wasn't that you were terribly surprised. No, I was shocked. It was. What the hell is happening right now? So on the weekends, I don't dress for friends. Lately, I've been dressing for events. I kind of want to take it back. You want to? So that's the end. Right? Oh, that's Again. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like that's that. good. Way to By go, the way, man. Emily, I, did you hear us talking the other day about how? The reviews for her show are like incredible. She apparently does yeah. forty-four songs, almost three all, hours yeah. and fifteen minutes. Springsteen esque. Yeah. By the way, my birthday present from Juan: tickets see Springsteen. Great there you tickets go. to oh, see nice. Springsteen in December at the Forum. Do you like Springsteen? I love Springsteen. Are you kidding me? This will be the fourth time I've seen him. Huh? I've never knew that. Are you, you not? No, I'm, no, you, wait, I'm, no I've you, seen him 10 times. You just didn't know I he was. I was here 1999 opening night at Staples Center. It was Springsteen. Yeah, the best thing, I got to see Springsteen on Broadway, and oh. a friend of mine hooked me up with really good tickets. How was that? Well, you, if you watch, it's on Netflix. If you watch it on Netflix, it's the exact show mm. that I saw. But being in the building is incredible, because there's only like, you know. Well, he sings, and he talks, and he tells right. stories, and all tells, the, And his wheel. wife comes out, and uh, it was weird. I had, on that night, I had in front of me, Ariana Huffington and her daughter. Hmm. Behind me, Sean Penn. No wow. And like over to the right, Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> That's a All heavy hit. All night I was there. I had, I saw him in Jersey uh, oh, when wow. they kicked off a tour. And I'm telling you, people in Jersey just, they are crazy and for he, Springsteen. The energy was unbelievable that night. It was at the Meadowlands. And epically long oh concerts. he did four hours plus yeah yeah and th- that's it starts right when he says he's going to start so if he says he's starting at 7 30 there's none of this madonna come on an hour later <laughs> stuff he starts right at 7 30 and he just goes till midnight so my this uh, little background so juan hates springsteen okay and he always says if he had to go to a springsteen concert he would slit his wrists so i have two presents two gifts uh from Juan. I open the first one. It's a razor blade. I'm like, what is a razor blade? Why he's would you t- give me set, a razor setting blade? it up. Second yeah. part of the gift, Springsteen tickets. I'm like, oh, yeah, you said you'd slit your wrist if you had to go see Springsteen. So could you take someone else if you no, wanted? He's, or he's, he's, that's all he's going to do. part it. of the gift. Okay. He's going to be there four and a half hours. Speaking of plays slash musicals, John. Yes. I don't know if you heard. We mentioned this in the dump. So you, I know that you know that Mean Girls is being turned into a musical. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're going to put it on Paramount Plus, the streaming platform. Okay. We've got um, Jenna Fisher from The Office as Katie Heron's mother. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, yeah. In the, the, and uh, a Gasteyer role. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then you've got John Hamm is in it as the PE slash sex head coach. The Tim okay. Meadows role. No, he was the principal, right? Yeah, Tim Meadows is the principal. Yeah, and Tim, Tim Meadows is coming back. So Tim oh, okay. Meadows is reprising yes. his role in that. I don't know who played the guy in yeah, the movie. I don't, I don't but either. Is this? Are, are you in? Because I'm a mean. I girls like mean person. girls. Yeah, oh, I like mean girls. I like when they're feeding her the bars that are <laughs> making Swedish. heavier when she thinks she's weight getting her bars. Oh, uh, <laughs> weight Gretchen, bars are stop awesome. trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> that's, that's never going to happen. <laughs> so, as the resident musical expert here, is Mean Girls fertile territory for a musical? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. I'll go see it. Um, but you never know. I mean, you never know. By the way, what... Mean Girls is a Broadway musical, right? Right, and they're just turning that. I've seen Mean Girls; it's pretty the good. The musical, I saw the musical. So, so wait, you're girls. talking about they're making a movie musical? They're, of mean they're, Girls? They're gonna, yeah, it's gonna. They're be gonna on turn Paramount the musical Plus. into a movie. Yes. Yeah, the musical I thought was is pretty Lindsay good. Lohan involved? Well, we were talking about yeah, that. She, There's speculation that she may, might be. Yeah, that may she or may, may not be. Now, 
Did you guys see where Lindsay Lohan and a handful of other celebrities are being sued because they they did ads for crypto oh, and yeah, didn't yeah. tell Secret people ads. that they were being paid? Yes. I didn't even know that was illegal. Endorsing oh, yeah. endorsing it without you have to at least say I'm I'm endorsing this, this or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean if Kim Kardashian says buy Dogecoin and she doesn't reveal that that was a sponsored post, she's actually messing with people's Finances and stuff. Was it yeah, like, but is not, it not, not, it's I, one I, of the I Paul brothers, right? Because Jake Paul I'm not required to listen to Kim Kardashian. You're not, but if you're a Kim Kardashian, fu- the the fact that you're not disclosing that somebody's giving you a whole bunch of money to say go buy Bitcoin is is. But how's that different from like what buy we Doritos? Do? No, what like what we do? Yeah, I, I mean, like I'm I'm in in 20 minutes. I'm going to do an ad for Toyota. But we know that's a paid endorsement. Yeah, we know. How that- do we know? I don't say it. Well. Uh, we, I think the assumption is somebody's paying but you to in, sell uh, in it. a commercial Toyota, in, a, in a commercial break, right? <laughs> Somebody has to pay you to say, but it ease. is implied. They I, do. It is implied, John. That if if I is it? What, what is the uh, the 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 crypto Bitcoin, that she Dogecoin? I think Dogecoin. Dogecoin yeah. Like if Kim Kardashian comes on and says, "Buy this Bitcoin or this right. this cryptocurrency," it's worth nine cents. It, it's implied in the same way that you reading an ad for Toyota is implied. Me reading an ad for Chevy is implied that we get compensated to do Correct. these things. Like so I don't know what, what was, the difference. Yeah, what, I'm with what, you. What the law broken here was what. Not disclosing that that was a yeah, sponsored post. But we don't disclose that we're sponsored. I mean, it's weird. I mean, nobody... Ads don't come out and say, this is an ad. But it's an ad. <laughs> right. But so is that. It but is so, it's, so is what Kim Kardashian does. It's an uh, Well, no, because she has sponsored posts all day. I mean, I don't even know if she, she posts for real. Or uh, if she posts or, herself. Or if it's everything... Yeah that's posted somebody paid her to post but it says literally on it sponsored post yeah yeah that that's that's funny because when we use us as an example you're going into a commercial break or it's some type of sponsorship or whatever the case is i see what you're trying to say but i think there's a lot of people who are huge fans of that individual that listen to kind of every word that these people say and they empty and their if bank it's not, account on I know. something that's I, worth eight cents and you've messed with people's them? lives i i don't have to listen to and i don't have to listen to tom brady or giselle or kim kardashian Anybody. or little wayne or any of these dudes <laughs> little, little wayne you have to listen to great that. little wayne <laughs> Shout out for John Ireland. There you go. I love that. Is that the last Laker game? Guys. All right, you guys do the rest of uh, Supercross talk. I Why? Got, what are you doing? I, I got uh, I got places to be. Miss. Okay, good. You have a bigger name on the other line? Uh, Double header. Michael Rogers has baseball that I can maybe get to the start of if I leave right All right, now. okay, I mean, good. Do enjoy. that. That's important. All right, is it wrong if we do this again? What? Most important game of the year. Is that wrong? Yeah. No, because, they, I mean, they all are. Every game is. This one, though, this one's is really the most. <laughs> they have the identical records. Tonight is really well, the wait, most I can important take it, game I, of the year. I can take it a step past mm-hmm. that. Eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh. Identical all records. All identical records. Yep. And this one, tonight, is worth two. Right. And then you Because like- it's the tiebreaker. And if you meet in the play-in and you finish with the same record, this will determine where the play-in game is. Or it, you and could by lose the, way, the play-in spot I, altogether. I, I consider myself lucky. I I do not – I never complain about where I go. I have a feeling I know where I this is I do not going. want to go back to Oklahoma City under any condition. I, I just – if you had to rank cities where we go, it's in the bottom three. I'm done with Oklahoma. Don't like – the hotel. What's don't like going in there. He likes going there because of the hotel. No, no, he doesn't like that hotel. Oh, uh, not not the thunder. No, 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 no. Trust me when I say this. No one likes that <laughs> hotel except somebody that get, might get the suites. Okay, so they have. If they beat the Thunder tonight, they got the tiebreaker. 
They don't have the tiebreaker on the Mavs. They don't have the tiebreaker on the Clippers, but they have the tiebreaker on the Warriors and the Pelicans. Correct. So think about how think about how confusing that is. Not yeah. confusing, but I'm saying that think about how you can so have the exact the same record. Is, we're in this weird spot where, you know, Oklahoma City just played two games against the Clippers and now here comes New Orleans yeah. to play the Clippers tomorrow night. For the third game in a row, we gotta root hard for the Clippers. Yeah. Um, I don't know if New Orleans has been playing really well. Yeah. I don't know if the Clippers can beat them without Paul George, but we're rooting for the Clippers. Um, and and we also root for the Warriors to lose because we have mm-hmm. the tiebreaker over them. So it's it's weird who you root for. It's There's a guy, I, I wish I could remember who it is, that every day he puts out a tweet. If you're a Laker fan, here's you. Trevor Lane. Oh, it was Trevor Lane. does Laker Trevor Lane Nation. do that? Yeah. yeah. Here's who you should root for. And he always puts at the end Celtics, whoever they're playing, which has nothing to do with the No, Lakers, it's just random. But he just right. puts it random. Well, there will probably, before the end of the year, come up a situation where we're, we're actually rooting for the Celtics. I think we had one a while back, but it's hard to keep track on a day-to-day basis. I mean, the, Every the, one of these the standings are so fluid at this point. By the way, did the D-Lo thing kind of come out of nowhere? Yeah. Yeah, that one is questionable you know I, for tonight. So. Uh, and, and he's questionable, which means he could play. But yeah. here's the thing I thought about when I saw that. Man, I miss Kobe. There was just never, ever. I wonder what this must be like for Rob Palinka, who's in charge of the Lakers yeah. roster, watching all these guys hmm. questionable, doubtful, out, when his best friend and his biggest client, Kobe, just never did that. Hmm. Just, you know, it, it, the guy could have one arm, and he'd pl- I saw him play a game left-handed once because he hurt his right hand. Well, doesn't that fly in the face of your take on Anthony Davis? That... I mean, if if Anthony Davis had Kobe in him, he'd drag himself out onto the court and play and and not sit out the Houston game. Right, Mm -hmm. but the times are different. There were no medical staffs when Kobe played. There was one trainer. Now you've got analytics guys and medical guys, and and they're telling Anthony Davis not to play back-to-backs and Kawhi Leonard not to play back-to-backs. So you either have to kind of be an a-hole and say i don't care what the medical staff be says. an a-hole well, i was F, gonna say f huh? the medical staff i'm playing which is what kobe would have done but where i've made says you always point out we're in a different time like michael's coming in later yeah michael will say kobe up yeah and and mm-hmm. well, michael would say we used to play in every game even if we had four games in five days in five different cities and they were traveling by covered wagon right and he said, and then Mace, your response to them is, is times are times different. are different. That they that are med- different. You got to listen to the medical staff. Yeah. Do you? How, how much I mean, do you I think, don't know. Mace, how, how much do you think if a player says, cool, thank you, medical staff. I appreciate your guys' opinion and everything else. Yep. There's 10 games left, 15 games. No, no, this is a critical one. I'm playing tonight. How much do you think the player can influence whether they're playing or they're not? Well, in today's, I, in today's NBA. I think that if, a, if LeBron were to say, I'm playing, period. Medical staff, I hear your opinion. I take your opinion, but I am going to play. I believe I know LeBron my body, James would play. I'm playing. Yeah. yeah. But we don't get that from I don't AD. Know. And there may be only 10 guys in the league that have that clout, mm. you know, that say, I'm playing. Screw you, medical staff. And, and so... Just generally, screw you, medical staff. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a middle finger to your medical staff if mm. they tell you, you shouldn't play, and you say, I don't care what you think, I'm playing. Does the medical staff have access to the standings and the they schedule? Do. They do. Yeah. By the way, if they, 
I would assume that, and I think we've heard Darvin Ham say this before, you can't let that schedule determine whether you're going to do something different from the medical staff, where other people would say, no, that's exactly why you let that schedule and the standings right. determine what you're going to do. But we'll see how it all plays so, out. So, Slee, you know what today is? Tell me today. It Friday. That's right. A lot of screwing around on Wait, the show today. Wait, do they call? Do they call? No. Do you also no. take calls? Call. Call. Are you kidding? Have you met Greg Berkman? But didn't you guys say one day on Fridays you guys were going to start? I no, really I did it when Mason. Because, see, Mason and Bergman both hate calls. I love calls. 877-710-ESPN. <laughs> he doesn't love What's calls. your take? Well, every time I say Mason. I say up. Ireland says down. 877-710-ESPN. So Mason's attitude about this is he feels he's not doing his job if he allows calls on the air. Mm. I do. So he feels that he's being paid to talk and he doesn't want to be taking his time. Yeah. So if so, they, so right now, if you if you open it up, will you just let it ring and say, "Well, appreciate Bergman everybody will. calling." No, no, yeah, Berg, no. Bergman, Bergman will, let will. It ring. He will not he, even pick up the phone. Yeah. Tom and Pomona has no chance. <laughs> but when Mason's gone, then I can. It's open one against. It's one out. against one. So I could I can pull rank and Bergman will allow an open phones <laughs> Friday. All right. Super Crosstalk is powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next.